You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hi, my name is Blake, and I have just a quick note before we get started. Actually, it's more like a recommendation, because this podcast is an immersive audio experience, part fact, part fantasy. It's best that you listen with headphones on, imagination on, and everything else turned off. Welcome to Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast. Allentown, Pennsylvania. The abandoned New Weiler Brewery. It almost smells like beer, but that's probably just in my imagination. We'll get to that in a minute. What you need to know is that I'm standing at the top of a metal staircase in a large open room filled with sunlight and bricks. I almost slip and fall a long way down, but I catch myself, barely. The thought of that last night boils in my mind, September 15th, 2013, at the party in Harlem where I fell down the stairs, wound up in the hospital, had my stomach pumped, and accidentally kicked a nurse in the face during a detox meltdown. It's called alcohol poisoning for a reason. It wasn't the first staircase I'd tumbled down in a blackout, but it was certainly the last. On this brisk January day in 2021, I laugh at the prospect of tumbling to my death more than seven years into sobriety at an abandoned brewery in Allentown, Pennsylvania. For some magical reason, I didn't die as I flew down that staircase on September 15th, 2013. Today's the same, but I don't fall this time. I'm in control of my body. I freeze for a moment along with the ice that coats the room and feel the sun glinting on my face. If the last time you saw me was September 15th, 2013, compared to this blustery afternoon with my dear friend Isabel, who you've met, on this invigorating adventure, one that doesn't involve alcohol or pills, you wouldn't even recognize me now. I don't even recognize that version of me. My friend Chelsea worked at a Michelin star restaurant on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. They have a nice bar. One time my mom and I ate an expensive dinner there. We sat next to Patti LuPone. On September 15th, 2013, I stopped in to collect Chelsea before we headed uptown to a party in Harlem. Fifth floor walk up, West 125th Street-ish, and Amsterdam, I think. I sat at the bar and waited for Chelsea's shift to finish up. After a brief moment, the bartender came up to me. What can I get you? What can I get you? What can I get you? I hadn't eaten anything that day because I was on the Beyonce cleanse. You can look that up later. I didn't consider my entirely empty stomach. It's on the house. It's on the house. It's on the house. It's on the house. Thank God. I only had $13 in my bank account. Within minutes, I'd slosh down two strong gin martinis on track towards yet another messy evening. Chelsea clocked out, and we rumbled to the party where I was still awake. Enough. 
drunk, but I'd nowhere near capped my intake. Then I started in on the punch. I wish I could explain to you what happens to my body when I drink. Best I can say, it's like my arms, hands, throat, and mouth become possessed by something otherworldly. Before I hit rock bottom, I learned to dissociate as I stumbled into every blackout, an out-of-body experience per se, where I could watch the catastrophe unfold from above as the swamp water consumed me every day consecutively for years. I'm supposed to be, and usually am, grateful that I figured it out as early as I did, but sometimes when I'm out with friends, I still have to excuse myself to the bathroom where I stand submerged in surefire panic and anxiety, and wallow in jealousy for everyone around me who's fully capable of handling one or two drinks. I have a deep-seated fear of relapse, because if I do, it's going to be a long way down. Standing at the top of the icy metal staircase, I feel safe inside this small piece of heaven where I can still be me, breaking rules to scale the walls you're not supposed to climb, ducking under fences you're not supposed to duck under. The act of rebellion is one of the larger roots of my urbex cause, a version of self-care that makes me feel alive in the world without needing to be fucked up in it too. As I slowly begin my descent down the ice-soaked stairs, I inhale. That phantom smell of beer fills my nostrils, so I quickly leave the giant room filled with ancient brewery machines and make my way around the back of the building to a large, empty room filled with graffiti. Evidence of past explorers. Someone set up a chair and a table in the middle of the room, likely for some sort of photo shoot. I like the way it looks, solitary in the middle of the room. It reminds me of, well, me, before I got sober, trapped in my own self-doubt, afraid of everyone. I hear the sound of the winter breeze roam through the back lots of the ruins of the New Weiler Brewery, which was boarded up in 1968, leaving an architectural piece of Allentown history behind. I exit off a loading dock where I make my way to a warehouse on the easternmost boundary of the property. I poke my head inside. It looks as though a party happened here very recently. Lights dangle from the ceiling, glistening in the mid-afternoon light. The brick feels cool under my fingers as I press my hand into the wall to see if I can summon any ghosts today. But no. It's just me. Sober me. Then, a mechanical noise. I spoke too soon. A truck grumbles in the distance. At first, it sounds far away, indeed, but I glance out a window as the sound creeps closer, and I realize it's a pickup. Two men patrolling. Shit, we're caught. I hear a rustle, spin around to face the other way, and see 25-year-old me 
sipping on that last gin martini I ever enjoyed. He smiles and winks. Run. I don't know where Isabel is, but this is the first time since I started exploring these abandoned spaces that I've felt a sense of danger, from other humans anyway. There have been moments, like the time I almost stepped on a rusty nail at an abandoned motel, or the split-second fall through the floorboards on the second story of an abandoned high school from episode 9 of this season. But this danger is different. The way the truck tiptoes around the fence line makes me think they've heard or seen us and are now scouring the brewery to find us. We're not touching or hurting anything, but there's always that liability. However, like so many of the ruins I've had the pleasure to explore since May of 2020, maybe try harder to keep people out, I think. Maybe fix the gaping holes in the chain link fence that you put up. Maybe do something with these gorgeous structures rather than let them just sit here to rot while thousands of Americans don't have decent places to live. Otherwise, leave us alone, you narcs. I know this is the rebel in me. I know that I've trespassed and that it's time to go. As I sneak outside, still out of sight of the pickup, I spot my friend and signal to her that there's danger. She's already seen them and motions for me to come towards her. I start to walk across the yard when the shouting starts. We both turn to face the pickup truck, now in plain sight. The two men feverishly motion us to come to them. My friend, assuming that they're merely telling us to leave, which is all that needs to happen since we're clearly complying, waves her hand. But then the yelling escalates. The ghost of my former self appears behind me again, only more frantic this time, and again he whispers louder, Run! The two men get out of the truck and rush towards a gate with locks on it, keys in hand. In a moment of pure synergy, my friend and I look at each other and bolt towards the opposite side of the brewery where we first entered through a sizable hole in the fence. We haul ass past rooms and stairwells and historical machinery that once brewed the same kind of poison that infected my body and spirit before I realized I was killing myself, slowly, right up until the last moment when my roommate, who brought me home from the ER that last night, September 15th, 2013, came into my bedroom the next morning, sat down on the edge of my bed, and solemnly, in a pin-droppable silence, asked a simple question. Are you done now? I whiz past icicles under holes in the ceiling and scurry up a snowy embankment to the street where my friend and I hook right, running as fast as we can until we reach her car and instinctively dive in. We tear off our outer layers, incognito, and she kicks her car into motion and hightails it out of the area. We rev off down ten blocks or so to a new parking spot and laugh more, decompressing and reflecting on the fact that we likely escaped major trouble. For me, it's a gratifying release from the imminent danger we escaped, and a hug from my former self who reminded me that, today, I'm okay. 
at least for today. Because, well, you know, one day at a time. If you're just tuning in for the first time, then welcome to the second season of Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast. Join me every other week as I take you on an immersive sonic journey, recounting my expeditions of abandoned spaces across the United States, which I transform into fantastical audio experiences that allow you, dear listener, to dive into my imagination with me, or maybe inspire you to go out and use your own. Next time, well, next season, actually. That's right, we're done here for now. But keep your eyes on your podcast app, because between now and the kickoff to season three, we're going to be releasing bonus episodes featuring interviews with some of my favorite minds in the Urbex community. You heard them between seasons one and two. I talked to Dylan Thuris from Atlas Obscura, Marissa Scheinfeld from the Borscht Belt Historical Marker Project, Maxim Gerb from the Abandoned World app, and more. If you don't want to miss it, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really like what you hear, would you maybe feel comfy subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show? It helps me so much. And actually, I want to say thank you to everybody who has shared and shared and shared about this show. It means so much to me. Seeing it featured all over the podcast community has been such a huge honor, and I am just very grateful. Also, if you like to read or enjoy amateur photography, just know that each episode of this season is adapted from the original All-American Ruins blog, where you can catch up on more of my adventures. Just visit allamericanruins.com or follow me on Instagram at allamericanruins. Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast is hosted, written, edited, and produced by me, Blake File, with studio space courtesy of Radio Kingston, WKNY, AM 1490, FM 1079 in Kingston, New York. Special thanks to Ida Hakala, Jimmy Buff, and Manuel Bloss for the resources and encouragement, Carrie Donahue and the faculty and staff of the SUNY Stony Brook Audio Podcast Fellowship for the guidance and mentorship, and to you, the listener for taking the time to explore these abandoned spaces with me. Thank you.